So, hello and welcome to episode 37 of United United with me, Dave and Jem. This week we're featuring Match Day 25. Uh, Jem, over to you. How are you, first of all? And second of all, how did Match Day 25 go for you? Yeah, hello, Dave. I'm not bad. Thank you very much. Um, So we had two games this week, didn't we? Um, Well, you did. We did. Sorry, yeah, I did. Don't, don't include me in the we. Yeah, I thought you were a United fan. <laughs> I'm a I'm a a United fan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, not that one. Okay, well, we had two teams from the south coast Saturday and Tuesday. You did two games. Uh, we played Southampton uh, on Saturday, and I predicted the three 0 win. I think to United. I think I got went on a bit of a bit of a rant about Southampton in the previous episode. Um, <laughs> And so the real Ralph will uh, prove himself this this weekend. <laughs> anyway, they got off to a great start, Dave. You know, the real Ralph was running right at Old Trafford. Uh, <laughs> Bruno Fernandes actually made a pass. Rashford wow. actually got an assist. Incredible. And Sancho smashed it in at the back post for his first goal at Old Trafford, first league goal at Old Trafford. So I've got to say Sancho's in a bit of form, Dave. Um our, our big signing in the summer, well, one of our big money signings in the summer, um, finally coming to life. Sancho's looking good. Uh, but, Dave, second half, you know, we've been on this little trend recently. We go 1-0 up mm. and then we concede in the second half to these bang average football clubs. And that's exactly what happened in the second half, Dave. Uh, Southampton, two minutes into the second half. Rashford decides to leave his man, just jog back while Pogba's screaming at him. Uh, the ball eventually finds Che Adams, who puts a lovely finish into the bottom corner. Uh, 1-1. Uh, and that's how it finishes at Old Trafford, Dave. So that's two 1-1 draws for Manchester United against Southampton this season, which is not good reading for us, Dave. Uh, I'm not happy about that at all, because that's a that's that's a club that we should at least be taking four points from a season. St Mary's difficult, as we know. Um, but for, uh, for for us at Old Trafford, we need to be getting the three points there. But Dave, the week brightened up. <laughs> Very good. Yep, you made uh, that joke work. I've been waiting for that for a long time, Dave. The week did bright brighten up. Uh, we obviously faced. Harry Potter's dad, Graham Potter, uh, Tuesday night, Brighton. <laughs> and I'm afraid to say it, Dave, but the magic wasn't there for Mr. Potter on Tuesday night. Uh, Manchester United running right at Old Trafford again. This time, we managed to get a 2-0 win, Dave. Uh, not, a great, not a great game. But, uh, I mean, I've got to say, finally, a VAR decision going towards Manchester United. Lewis Dunk getting sent off. After the initial yellow card from the referee, who can't seem to make a decision, it takes all the Man United players to, um, you know, sort of get around the referee to force him to go and look at VAR. And now it looks like the Man United players are going to get charged, Dave, um, for, for failing to control to control their players. So, <laughs> Quite you know, right if they didn't, well, well... If they didn't do that, there would be no red card. So, anyway, it finished 2-0. Ronaldo scoring an absolute beauty. And then uh, Fernandez uh, scoring a, a goal in the end of the game to finish it off. And they're your two friends, Dave, I believe. You know, you were, you were 
Yep. Having some words to say about them too in the previous episode. Fernando, they finally uh, finally decided to do something, which is good to see. That was his, um, that was half of Fernando's um, first goal in about seven games, something like that. And I don't know about the other half. How 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 long was it since he scored last scored? Well, I'm, I'm not sure, but it should have been five or six. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We, we played badly, but it should have been five or six. But yeah. Dave, I just want to. I was a bit it. worried about the Brighton game because mm. um, I saw the starting lineup and McFred. Returned to the starting line. <laughs> oh, no, that's the first time in a long time I've yeah. seen that. Uh, Dave, there was no Neil Mopay antics, oh. which was very good. I, I was watching, you know, I was a nervous wreck watching Neil Mopay try and try and get involved. <laughs> but um, Dave, this is one thing I want to pick up on, and a lot of people have been talking about Ronaldo and saying that he's uh, finished. I can tell you that he's not from Finland. It's from Portugal. <laughs> so uh, I apologise for such a bad joke. But I, I, Ronaldo is not finished, literally. He, he's got a beautiful goal and uh, a 1-1 and a 2-0 this week for us, Dave. So back into fourth spot. Yes, I did notice that this morning when I woke up. Because I missed this game last night because... Um, I somehow, I've, I've changed my phone network providers and I somehow managed to throw the SIM that they gave me into the bin. Well, at least that's what I thought I did. So for about an hour last night, I was raking around in the rubbish um, trying to find my SIM. And some could argue that was perhaps better entertainment than what Man United served up. But uh, that's what I did. I finally, by the way, for listeners, if they're concerned, I finally re- realised that I'd actually shredded the, sh- the SIM. It gone through my shredder, so that is unrecoverable. Uh, so I'm, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other story, Jim. We won't go unrecoverable, there. Dave, like West Ham season. <laughs> well, look, I do want to say a couple of quick points about Man United. First of all, you know we're looking for progression, aren't we? We're always looking for progression in our teams, and if we look at Man United last season compared to this against Southampton, I think uh, this season a creditable one-all draw. <laughs> last season, uh, let's have a look. Oh, you beat them 9-0. So, is that progression? I'm not sure. But And it was a creditable draw because, honestly, I watched that game. Second half, Southampton were all over you. Absolutely all over you. How they didn't win that game, I don't know. Um, and also, the other thing, I didn't see the Brighton game, as I've just explained, because I was in the bin. Um, but but ha- even, if, even having not seen it, I still disagree with the VAR decision. Uh, it blatantly wasn't a sending off gem. He only got sent off because your players surrounded the ref. And yep. it's a good job you're getting charged by the FA. The FA get things right, Gem. We've always said that in this on this podcast. Yep. So let's see. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> well, I'm glad the bias has gone, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I'm nothing if not fair minded, Gem. Um, and balanced. Okay, so uh that's my United. Well, hmm. covered for hmm. these games. Uh, I haven't got much more to say on them, to be honest. You know, we we, we like Mope and Potter uh, when they're not playing against our team. So I don't really want to, you know, batter them. So, uh, yeah, you know, we'll take the 2 0 win. However, Lewis Dunk had to be a sending off. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Dave. But, Dave, I believe you were uh, playing against one of my favourite clubs in the world uh, at the weekend, Leicester City. Uh, I've always loved Leicester, as you know. <laughs> How did you get on? Well, 
I can't work out if I'm a fan of Leicester or not, but this week I can't stand them because, um, honestly, we we went 1-0 up, Jem, uh, away to Leicester. Great goal by Bowen. Again. Um, yep, again. By the way, what a through ball from Issa Diop. I mean, that he is a player, isn't he? There was We nearly lost him to Newcastle in the transfer window. They were sniffing around him, but thankfully we held on to him, Jem. I'm a big fan of Issa Diop. Great, Dave. great. Great through ball, sorry. Oh, sorry, I just wanted you know, you just said you were a great fan of Issa Diop, right? Yeah, okay. I, I, I Issa Diop, he must have a twin brother with the same name. <laughs> I, I, I just seem to remember something Kidderminster Harriers, you know, thank god we took him off at half time or something. That he's found we, his level, something like that. We were resting him, Jem, for this game. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> anyway. So we went one nil up, and then I don't know. The old West Ham appeared, and uh, pretty soon, after we dropped deeper and deeper and defended more and more poorly, we were two-one down. And I'm going to quickly touch on my most frustrating person of the week, uh, Gem. Now, my most frustrating person, I was going to bring it up for last week when I was at home to Watford. The people in my row, I sit on the end of the row at West Ham, and honestly, I've said this before: can they please coordinate coming back? at the same time at half-time. They come back in dribs and drabs, and I'm standing up every 10 seconds to let them in. Can they please coordinate to all come back together? That's uh, section two five row, uh, 251, row 58. Please coordinate coming back uh, at the same time. But they're not my most frustrating people, believe it or not. My most frustrating person is Antonio. Uh, I don't Finally. Know if he, if he <laughs> I don't know if he got another private jet back from... <laughs> Jamaica when he was on uh, duty recently, but what is he doing, Jem? What is he doing? Uh, his playboy lifestyle is catching up with him, Jem. He's a shadow of his former self. Um, we all remember back to those heady days when he was holding up his own image and dancing to it, having scored a goal. <laughs> well, I think that cardboard cutout could probably do a better job at the moment than he's doing. So, very frustrating to watch, Jem. He yep. is my most frustrating person. But but there was redemption, Jem. 2-1 down with minutes to go. Big doors. Craig Dawson. From a corner. We're renowned for our corners, Jem. He leapt like a salmon and muscled the ball in. Muscled the ball in with some part of his body. He got the ball in, looped it over there, defender. Two all, Jem. Well-deserved draw. And keeps us in contention for fourth place. And well, the quadruple's still on. Well, we'll see about that. You know, um, you know, United are now Man United are now a couple of points in front of you in uh, the top four race. Uh, we'll we'll get on to Tottenham uh, soon. See where how they're getting on. I think you'll cover that. But um, you say muscled the ball in, Dave. Um, <laughs> I have to disagree with that. The clear and, clean header, wasn't it? Clean header. Well, I mean, if if we say. Maradona's hand of God was a clean header as well. Then, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's it's disgusting, Dave. I'll come back to that word, disgusting. It's a shambles. Uh, VAR it actually does something right in the Man U game. Uh, and is that is that not enough, Dave? Is that not enough? You know, this corrupt league. They're trying to get Man United out of the top four. They don't want us to be them giants anymore. And they saw that you know we got that decision. Uh, you know, went to VAR, got overturned. The yellow got overturned. Went to a red. How dare they, Dave? Not 
overturn the hand of God from Craig Dawson, who, <laughs> I, I mean, his whole arm has moved into the ball. I mean, it's just, it's incredible, Dave. You know, we go back to that uh, Middlesbrough goal. It, it counts now. I said we're going to see this more and more. And this you is did. it now. We can, we can use we our arms to control the ball if we want. So, yeah, disgusting. Jem, it, it, it hit his sleeve. Uh, the fact that his sleeve was pulled down to his elbow is neither here nor there. But it hit his sleeve, and I think the sleeve counts as um, not the arm, apparently. So, look, I think VAR got it right again. They didn't, they didn't tell the ref to go back and um, review it. And as for your comment, Jem, of, you know, the, the Football League or the Football Association are doing a good job of making yourselves not giants anymore, I, I'd say you guys are doing a pretty good job of doing that yourselves. I don't think you need any help with that. And also, just, I just want to mention, because I forgot to say this, um, Paul Scholes on BT Sport after the Southampton game, he said, basically, your team of 11 individuals with a sporting director in charge. That's basically what, what that's, he summed up Man United. You haven't got a manager in charge. You've got a sporting director in, in charge. And uh, that's, that's where you are, Jim. Now, if you can make Champions League with that, Set up. Good luck to you. You know what, Dave? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to come back to this because, you know, I hear more and more from Paul Scholes. All it is is negativity from him. You know, there's not even a, a glimpse of, you know, support. That's because he's got nothing to be positive about. Well, you know, Ralph's trying his best, Dave. He's coming yeah. with a bunch of players yeah. that, you know, aren't his type of players usually. But he's just took over all his squad. That's what he's done. And Paul Scholes, I just want to point out, listen, Paul, if you're listening, I've told you this before, failed managers aren't allowed to speak about other managers. Look at Gerard and Lampard, the other English centre midfielders who you, you, who you were compared to you know, in your playing career. Everyone's going to forget about the playing career because Frank and Steve are both in Premier League managerial roles right now. You got sacked by Oldham, Paul. <laughs> so pipe down, get into a job, improve yourself. Stop talking about everyone else. And the same goes for Gary Neville, Real Ferdinand, and all the rest of them. Roy Keane. You can't even take the Sunderland job. So, you know what, Dave? We need to, you know, drain out these ex-Man United pundits because they're yeah. too negative for me. So, I, I'm, I and people are probably thinking, you know, the listeners are thinking, how dare he? speak about people being negative you know what i changed my mind i predicted a 3-0 win against southampton so let's just think about that before <laughs> did you change your mind on that and then predict a 1-0 uh, win to southampton i mean we'll have to go back and listen dave i can't remember that bit <laughs> yeah that's right you're relentlessly positive Jim. and all paul skulls is doing is speak the truth and you know sometimes people can't handle the truth Jim. maybe you can't handle the truth maybe i can't <laughs> Yeah, bunch of whinge bags, if you ask me, and proven by how they surrounded the ref the other night, even though I didn't see it. That you, you told me that, so bunch of whinge bags. Um, okay, well that's that's my team, uh, West Ham, a solid two-two draw, um, and yeah. So I think what are we on to next, Gemma? Uh, oh, we should probably do our second team, shouldn't we? Yeah, let's go second teams. Yeah, I'll uh, launch into that briefly, Jim. I yeah, was, go for I it. was a wolf. I was supporting Wolves away to Spurs. You were. And what a game, Jim! What a game! This was the hat trick of teams that I'm supporting against Spurs. Three wins. <laughs> um, they beat Spurs two 0 Wolves. Fantastic, just fantastic. 
Now, I know my friend Steve, he's a Spurs supporter. He'll be listening to this because he listens to the podcast still some, for some reason. Um, so commiserations, Steve. But um, I think Conte has realised it's dawned on him. It's the full horror of what he's taken on has now dawned on him. So I, I'm not even sure he'll, he'll be there next season, Gem, after that. Um, <laughs> because he won't want to stick around. He's realised that this is it's an impossible job, Gem. It's an impossible job, yep. what he's got. I mean, and Dave, just on that, on yeah. Conte, uh, it is an impossible job. I, could, I, I agree. I could see him walking, but in yeah. his, you know, post-match press conference, he said something, something like, you know, I, I don't want to speak about fourth place because this is not something I'm used to. Yeah. What, what did he think he was walking into, Dave? Did he think he was? What, did he think Tottenham Hotspur were title challengers? He was sold a dream. Yeah. It's turned into a nightmare. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think if he, you know, if he. If he can be backed and, and get his own players, I think Tottenham will be a force. Sorry to say that, Dave. But um, <laughs> I, I can't see him sticking because I don't think he'll be backed. So. Yeah. Now, the one shining light for my mate Steve is he had a bet on Kidderminster in the FA Cup game. Um, okay. And he was up for winning a few hundred quid. And, of course, West Ham scored the equaliser in, uh, in the last minute to make it one all to take it to extra time. But... Steve, being a wise man, apart from supporting Spurs, cashed out, <laughs> cashed out with two minutes to go. Nice. He got 200 quid. Nice. So that is a nice little compensation, isn't it, to, to, to sort of compensate for having to put up with the Spurs nonsense. So, Steve, you've earned that. Uh, well done. Yep. Well done, Kidderminster, as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's who I was supporting. Who were you supporting? Well, Dave, I was a Burnley fan. Oh, uh, yeah, the Clarets. After, after being on the opposition, being a Man United fan against them. Uh, and Dave, I predicted this. It's just pathetic, isn't it? I, I said about teams turning up like it's their cup final when they play yeah. Man U. Yeah. Burnley were useless against Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, they lost 1-0. Fabinho, of all players, scored the goal. Yeah. And Dave, it's just... This is why I don't like Burnley, because they'll give it the <laughs> big in against Man United. But when it comes to Liverpool, they they just uh, let's just let them win. It's, you know, let's just move on to next week. Let's start thinking about the next game. Rubbish from them, absolutely rubbish. And I thought Sean Dyche was a bit of a, a hard man. You know, I thought he'd take on Klopp the way the way he should. But no, he's, he's let me down. Veghorst has let me down. I thought he'd bully Van Dyke, but I'm uh, not happy with them, Dave. Just not good. However. If I just move on to who I'm supporting uh, this week, actually, midweek. Yeah. Because we have got the Champions League coming up. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be supporting a proper club, Dave. <laughs> and I'm going to be an Inter Milan supporter. Oh, Inter Milan. So I've actually been AC Milan supporter this season in the group yep. stages against Liverpool. Now I'm an Inter Milan. Okay. And AC and Inter are fighting away in the Serie A. Uh, Inter a second at the minute, but they've got a game in hand. If they win that game in hand, they'll go over their close rivals, AC, and and go a couple points clear. So, I'm really looking forward to this, Dave. Uh, Inter Milan at home to Liverpool. Uh, and <laughs> here's a name, Dave, that people might remember. Edin Dzeko. He is Dzeko. on fire, Dave. On fire. You know, how, old is, how old is he now? He's, he's late 30s. He's getting on. But... You know, they replaced Lukaku with Dzeko. They got Dzeko for free and got 90 million for Lukaku. 
<laughs> what a bit of business that was, eh? <laughs> uh, the, the the fans don't have to wear helmets. The club haven't had to invest in helmets for the, the safety of the fans anymore <laughs> in the stadium because of Lukaku's touch. Uh, and and this this is perfect, Dave. Ex City, they'll be up for it against Liverpool. And then they've just got some great players all around the pitch as well. They've got Laturo Martinez, who's playing alongside Dzeko up top. It could be a fantastic game, Dave. And if Lataro scores, I hope he's on Man United's wish list in the summer. So, That's big good. game for us. That's good to hear. Yes, it's a great, it's a great uh, team for you to be supporting, Jim. Uh, real, real, in, real quality there quality top level European team so yep. enjoy it enjoy it while it lasts Jim it must oh. be you can enjoy supporting a decent team Jim uh, for one week yep thank you for one week only um, Liverpool by the way um, they've got that new player um, I'm just trying to think what's his name is it um, the one they bought recently Luis Diaz Diaz yeah yep. and what a quality player Jim I've got to say even though he plays for Liverpool what a quality player he's a type of player that any big club would want to sign wouldn't they any club with any ambition would probably push the boat out to sign. Yep. Do you not think? Yeah. So I say, so. you know, a team, a sort of a London team who wanted to be a, a, a top tier team who had identified him. You know, West Ham don't need him, obviously, because we've got Bowen. But a team like, let's say Spurs, yep. who'd identified him, would probably want to sign him, wouldn't they? Definitely. Um, how did they not sign him, Jim? How did they miss out on Diaz? What went wrong there? So, yet, yet another... And yet another entry in the catalogue of failures of Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, wanted to point that out. I I think so. Quote, Dave, um, the club didn't match my ambition. (laughs) So I think that says it all, really, unfortunately for Spurs fans. Um, However, Spurs fans, you know, we've all got these different sort of... At the minute, you know, we're all laughing stocks. Man United Mm. are a laughing stock. Arsenal are a laughing stock. Tottenham are a laughing stock. Even West Ham, in a way, are a bit of a laughing stock. True. So, you know, don't be too miserable, Spurs fans. Um, you've still got Stevie Bergvine. <laughs> and even better news, Jem. They've got a nice, easy game coming up this weekend because I am going to be a Manchester City supporter. Oh. <laughs> the citizens. I'm going to get worse for Spurs. I'm going to be a citizen, and it's at it's at the empty head, Jim. So that is a fantastic, um, a fantastic fixture fixture for us citizens. We're looking to pull away to win the league title, and what a perfect game for us! Yep. Home to Spurs, home to Spurs, who are on a very poor run. Um, oh, it's going to be six or seven nil, Jim. Really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to it. So, uh, you know what, Dave. It seems like Tottenham always have a decent game against City, though. That's my worry here. Because, <laughs> you know, Tottenham, we need them to drop points we because do. of the top four. But and we don't want City to win, really, because of that. You know, you're not a big fan of Pep and his anti-football. But I'm not. Uh, we, we, we could do with a City favour here. But that's an interesting one, Jim, because I'm not a big fan, fan of Pep and his anti-football, as you know. But the alternative is Klopp and his, and his cap winning, uh, winning the league. And, yeah, oh, you know... No. That is that is that's no choice at all, is it? No. So not. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to happen. Probably the season to be abandoned, something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's my preview of the next game team I'm supporting. So, how about you, Jim? Who I mean, who's Man United got next, and who are you supporting? Who's your second team? Yeah. Uh, so 
I am going to, well, sorry, no, I am going to be uh, facing Leeds as a United fan. Oh, yeah. What a Sunday, fixture. I believe. What a fixture. Yeah, away at Ellen Road. Mm. Uh, Hostile. Yeah, this is going to, I can see this being, you know what? Actually, no, I can't. I, if they had a bit of a better team, I could see them, you know, putting up a fight. I, I'm more worried about the fans. Uh, their, their, their fans will put up a good atmosphere, but. I'm not really worried about their team, Dave. I can't see them winning uh, against us. I think they've only had one big, one big win against the um, the top six in, in the couple of years they've been in the Prem. I was away at City, so uh, I think I think we'll get the win, Dave. I think we'll have no problem with that because they leave a lot of space open. They even allowed Frank Lampard's Everton to win three oh. 0 against them the other day. Oh, so yeah, uh, you know, only clubs like West Ham can drop points to Leeds. So. Well, I think they might bounce back, Gem. And don't forget, they have got a special talent up front, a talent that your team let go um, and who has been scoring goals lately. I'm talking about Dan James. So uh, he might be out to prove a point, Gem. So just watch out. Well, you know, Harry Maguire needs to watch out for little DJ because uh, he'll know him inside out. He'll know his strengths and weaknesses and... You know, if Dan James is running at him, well, God bless uh, Harry Maguire because <laughs> no, he's got no chance, has he? No, he hasn't. He hasn't. He'll just need to have another player standing behind him just in case that happens. Um, don't worry about offsides. Just put players behind Maguire and see what happens. Um, yeah, and of course, I'm a great fan of Bielsa and Bielsa Ball. So yeah. I am looking forward to this game. And it's it's on TV, I think, isn't it? So Yeah. Looking so. forward to that. A good bit of Sunday afternoon entertainment, Jim. Yep, yep. Um, by the way, I'm uh, West Ham are at home to Newcastle. We kick off the uh, Match Day 25 programme, uh, 12.30pm Saturday, home to Newcastle. Yep. Nothing to worry about there, surely, Jim. I mean, Newcastle, shambles of a club. Um, <laughs> they are going nowhere, aren't they? Um, or are they? So suddenly they get some investment. They go and buy... Well, some middle-tier talent. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, much as we don't want to see any players injured, um, I am quite pleased Trippier is not playing against us. And uh, He's only confident here, Dave. <laughs> well, I am, aren't I? I am. And, you know, with Newcastle struggling in relegation, fighting for relegation, West Ham flying high, some maximum running riot, it's going to be probably 3-1 to Newcastle, Jim. 3-1 to Newcastle, we're going to, yeah, we're not going to be good. We're, we're looking like a tired team, Jim. 3-1 to Newcastle, I'm afraid to say. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say to that, Dave. Well, I, I, got, I got there before you said it. Well, well, I, I was actually, you know, I was expecting a big prediction for West Ham there, but... Uh, it's not, that... my, not my style. No, it's not. There, there was a time, there was a time when you were, you know, into that style, but... <laughs> I did Maybe... it once. Yeah. yeah, we know what happened as well. So yeah. I, I see you've learned your lesson. <laughs> uh, well, Dave, actually, I, I mentioned Inter Milan, but I realised that you know I'm not going to be covering just that game. I, when we come to the next episode, I will be covering two two teams that played against Liverpool. So I'll be supporting two teams this week. Yeah. Yep. So it's obviously Inter Milan midweek. Yeah. And then at three o'clock on Saturday, one of my all-time favourite managers, Dave. Dean Smith. <laughs> uh, 
away to Liverpool. I, I just started laughing. I just started laughing. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, is it where is it? Is it Carroll Road or is it's, it? Out? It's at it's at a field in Liverpool. Is it okay? So uh, this is a Dean Smith masterclass incoming, Dave. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's written here, right? Because obviously, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I do my uh, my fives where I select a player. Uh, well, no, sorry, I, I flip the player. It reveals a player, and then I get um, a player revealed to me, and then a, an amount of money if they score a goal. Right. And Timu Puki was revealed to me as my <laughs> my goal scorer for this weekend. As well, one of my goal scorers, so Timu Puki. Is going to get a hat trick. Uh, I'm probably going to get one pound per goal, so I'm going to be I'm going to be going home with the Norwich fans with three points and three pounds to my name, Dave. So <laughs> can't wait for this three 0 win. Dean Smith masterclass. We love we love Dean Smith, Dave. We, we do. Love him. Uh, we do. We've always said that. Great manager. Uh, I know you love him. Charlie loves him. Yeah. Great, great move to Norwich. Great move to Norwich. He's not read the script recently because he keeps winning, Jim. Yeah, exactly. They're well, in good form, Dave. They so are in good form. So, what a time to be a, a Canary fan. This is the one time, Jim, where I do hope it all comes good for Dean Smith. I really do. Uh, and Norwich. So, come on, the Canaries. Yep. This is the big one. This is your cup final. This is it, Dave. Yeah. Uh, have we have we covered? I've, I've got my most frustrating person to, but have we, have we covered? Did we cover your team? I can't, I'm lost, Dave. <laughs> I think we have covered everything. We've rattled through it tonight, Jim. Um, because we're not doing a, a, a European game week because otherwise we'd just be doing a podcast purely to review the uh, the Liverpool game yep. and there's no way we're doing that. So yep. so that's why we've doubled up here uh, with the Liverpool games. We're obviously um, waiting for the big clubs next next couple yes, of weeks. To, next couple of weeks. Well, actually, clubs. West Ham don't join till the last 16, which is in March, Jim. That's what you get when you win your um, group. So, uh, And then we're going to be marching on all the way to the final. Um, Mark Noble lifting the trophy in May. Uh, but before then, Jim, um, the only thing I think left is your most frustrating person. I don't think we've done that, have we? Uh no, it's it's nothing. It's nothing too major tonight, Dave. But yeah. um, I just want. I, so I was basically watching the Man United and Brighton game um, with a few people that are part of a gold medal winning team that you know we don't like to mention in every episode. You know, with, yeah, we don't like to mention the fact that we worked with that gold medal winning team um, to help them towards their gold medal. Yep, and I, I don't want to mention the fact that you know when I was watching it, I was surrounded by MBEs um, <laughs> while while I was watching this game. So maybe you know maybe only four or five MBEs sat around me. Yep. Uh, during this during this game, but I, you know I don't like to mention it. Like I said um, to, to to all the listeners, um, and Dave, we were enjoying the game. Well, okay, that is a big overstatement. We weren't enjoying the game, but we we were, we were watching the game peacefully. And my score notifications are coming through in the Champions League, Dave. And I just want to say, Sporting Lisbon, you are pathetic. <laughs> what, did they do? what did they do? I'll tell you what they did, Dave. They didn't go 1-0 down in the first half. They went... They, well, they didn't go 2-0 down. They didn't go 3-0 down in the first half, Dave. They went 4-0 down in the first leg of their Champions League round of 16 game. At home to Man City. 
I mean, it's just it's embarrassing, Dave. I mean, who takes the Champions League seriously if you've got teams like that representing Portugal? It, it, it's just embarrassing. 5 0 it ended, Dave. <laughs> 5 0. So, Sporting Lisbon, you know, we have that song Bruno, Bruno, Bruno came from Sporting like Cristiano. Uh, well, obviously. Bruno and Ronaldo need to go back to Sporting Lisbon to help them out because they're useless. Absolutely useless, Dave. You know, flying at the top of their league, you know, going to win the, the the league again like last season. Embarrassing, Dave. Absolutely embarrassing. And it, it further supports our theory that Man City just get every single easy tie in every single competition. So I'm sick of it, Dave. Uh, Sporting Lisbon are my most frustrating people this week. (laughs) Five nil. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty shocking. Um, They've got a lot to do in the second leg, Jim. It is going to be the mother of all comebacks. I mean, if I just continue on this, just one second. You know, we had Liverpool versus Porto in the group stages. What was that, five nil as well to Liverpool at Porto? I mean, they're all on holiday. It's it's these port, the Portuguese teams, Gem, Portuguese players, you cannot rely on them. No, unless they all play for Wolves. <laughs> very good. That is very true. That is so true, as was proven by the results on Saturday. Yep. Brilliant, Gem. Uh, yeah, that's me covered, Dave. Um, I haven't got much else to add. I don't think anything else has happened um, crazily in football this week. Is there anything you want to add? No, nothing on the football front, Jim, but I do just want to end um, this podcast just by saying um, I want to dedicate the podcast to um, somebody. Uh, I just want to make this dedication, if that's okay, Jim. Yeah. yeah. I want to dedicate the podcast to a guy called Alan Ash, who sadly passed away last week. Um, he's a player and a person who I worked with. Um, he's a lovely man, um, and he'll be much missed. Yep. Very nice words, Dave. He will be missed. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, that's all from me this week, Jem, and we'll catch up uh, for the next game week. Yep. We'll see you all then. Right. Goodbye. <laughs>